Welcome everyone back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, the sports education podcast that helps young athletes break their mental and physical limitations in sports as well as learn the business side of sports. I'm your host, Tola Ugunlewe, and this is episode 655. Be very versatile as an athlete. Sometimes success is worth the wait and dedicate yourself to your craft. She is one of the greatest swimmers of all time. Over the course of her illustrious career, she set American records in all four major swimming disciplines over a range of distances. Today on the show, American great Tracy Calkins. Great athletes are always versatile, whether that's versatility in the mental game or in the physical execution of their sport, they always have wide-ranging abilities. For Tracy Calkins, she took that versatility to new heights. You see, in swimming, you have four major disciplines. You have the freestyle, you have the backstroke, you have the breaststroke, and you have the butterfly. You see, it's difficult enough to dominate in two out of the four but when you dominate in all four, then that's truly special. Even the great Michael Phelps did not dominate in two out of the four disciplines. He was known as a butterfly swimmer. Tracy was solid in all four. And of course, she had the records and the titles to prove it. Her journey in the sport started at the age of eight. And it helped that she was able to watch the 1972 Munich Olympic Games on TV, which gave her more inspiration to follow the path she was currently on. By the age of 13, she competed in her first US National Swimming Championships, the first of many. In 1977, she won her first swimming titles and she set u.s records in the process in the 200 and 400 yard individual medley at the age of 15 things really began to pick up for her you see at the 1978 world championships she won five gold medals and a silver medal she set four world records and one american record in the process that same year she won the james sullivan award for outstanding american amateur athlete of the year at 15 years of age she was the youngest to ever win the award by the end of that year 1978 she had tied or broken 27 world or u.s records and she was only 15 years old guys she had dominated the u.s events and the world championships so the next thing on the agenda was the olympic games and because she was inspired by the 1972 games she wanted it even more but due to the u.s boycott of the games that dream would have to wait by 1982 she had won 36 u.s national titles she attended the university of florida where she won 12 ncaa titles in a particular year she won five which was a record and of course is still a record till this day in 1983 and 1984 she received the under cup for outstanding female collegiate athlete as expected the 1984 olympic games on home soil she won three gold medals in 200 meters the 400 meters individual medley and the four by 100 meters medley really she had finally 
realize a lifelong dream of becoming an Olympic champion. So US champion, world champion, now Olympic champion. She had achieved it all. At the age of 21, she decided to step away from the game. During her illustrious career, she set five world records, 63 American records. She won 48 US national championships. And of course, a coach at the Florida Gators, Randy Reese, said about her, she's the greatest swimmer that has ever been so far, men or women. You see, to add to that, those 63 American records that she has is the most by any American swimmer, male or female. In 1990, she was inducted into the International Swimming Hall of Fame. Today, she's your mentor, guys. And there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Tracy Calkins. You see, there's so much about sports that young athletes don't know about. And that's why I love this Monday episode of the podcast because it gives us an opportunity to bring these athletes to the limelight, to, to expose, so to speak, what they have achieved over the course of their career, what they have done, you know, how they have gone on to do all the things that they did in their career, whether or not with assistance, whether or not with whatever it was, but just to highlight all the things that they've done over the course of their career is truly remarkable. One of those athletes is Tracy Hawkins. You see, like I said in the intro, you have four disciplines in swimming, right? So you have the backstroke, you have the breaststroke, you have the freestyle, and you have the butterfly. You see, she set records, American records, in each of those disciplines. She won national titles in each of those disciplines as well. Even Michael Phelps, he, he wasn't able to do that. Everyone knew that his backstroke wasn't really that good. His breaststroke wasn't really that good as well. So in the individual medley, he would always make up for those with his butterfly, which was, I mean, superb. And of course, his freestyle, which was in a way also very good. So for Tracy to be able to do all the things that she did, absolutely amazing. The first lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from her is be very versatile as an athlete. Be very versatile as an athlete. And there are two angles that I want to look at this from. So versatility in the physical game and then versatility in the mental game. You see, one of the things that I always say to the young athletes that I mentor and coach is that, you see, no knowledge or no experience is ever lost. So when I'm coaching athletes on getting healthy distractions from the particular sport that they are playing, one of the things that I advocate is that they get involved in a new sport or a different sport from the one they are known to play. So you play football, get involved in basketball. You play basketball, run track. You play tennis, you know, look for something else, any other sport to do. You see, what you would learn from playing this completely different sport to your sport is that not only are you activating different aspects of your mind in terms of playing, you know, so how you approach the game from a tactical angle, you know, from that sport IQ angle, how you approach it is completely different and there are things that you're going to pick up from it. You see, it's the same thing from the physical side with Tracy Hawkins. You know, so working on a backstroke, there are certain aspects of our body that are being primed. Working on the freestyle, certain aspects of our body that are being primed. Same thing with the breaststroke, same thing with the butterfly. So you see, that versatility helped her to the point where she was literally almost untouchable in swimming. And that's why many people view her as one of the greatest swimmers of all time. Because you find swimmers, yes, they dominate in certain disciplines, but not in all four. Now, that's the physical aspect. Now, let's come to the mental aspect as well. You see, 
over the course of your career, I mean, nothing is ever going to go smooth sailing. Nothing is ever going to proceed the way you want it to proceed. You know, all breezy, no issues. You know, you don't have any setbacks. You don't make mistakes and things like that. You see, this is where versatility comes in. And that, in a way, is part of the definition of mental toughness. You see, if you have learned to be versatile as an athlete, one of the key things that that will stand you in is that any situation, negative situations that occur, one of the key things that you can do because you are known to be versatile is that you switch or you pivot. And of course, you change direction, focus on the key things that you should be focusing on. So you go to this competition and you don't win. Because you are versatile as an athlete, you take the lessons from that competition and of course, you look for ways that you can do better. But guess what? You don't dwell on all those things. So it's the same thing with Tracy and that physical side. You know, so you're not going to all dwell on the backstroke. You're not just going to dwell on the breaststroke. No, you're working on those, yes, but obviously you have to switch and then you have to switch and then you have to switch. Same thing with that mental aspect, guys. So it's not like things go wrong and you're sitting down there and you're looking. No, no, no. You have that ability because you are versatile. And of course, if you play team sports, one of the key things that versatility will do for you is that you become an asset to the team because the coaches know that they can call on you at any point in time. If you play cricket, for example, a good batsman, that's good. But can you play out in the field as well? So if you can play in the field, guess what? You're going to be one of the first names on that team sheet because the coach knows that, hey, when we are batting, we can count on this guy. When we are not batting, we can also count on this guy. And you see this with LeBron James in basketball as well. Of the five positions that you have on a basketball court, LeBron James can play every single one of those positions. And he has said it himself. He said, look, every position on the basketball court I can play. So wherever it is a coach wants me to play, hey, come on, put me there. I'm going to do the business. You see, versatility has an impact in you as an athlete. The coaches know that they can rely on you. The coaches know that they can call on you whenever it matters because you are versatile and you can give them different options. Even if it's to confuse the opponent, guess what? You would also become an asset because putting you in there, throwing you in the deep end, one of the key things that it does is that it confuses your opponents and they're like, oh, how do we then deal with this guy? First lesson, guys from Tracy Calkins is be very versatile as an athlete. Number two lesson from her, guys, is sometimes success is worth the wait. Sometimes success is worth the wait. Now, you see, all these things that I was saying in the intro, you know, so from 13, you know, to 15, then all the records that she had won by the time she was 17. You see, all of this was building her up to the 1980 Olympic Games. Now, of course, at that time, the Cold War was currently going on. And of course, Russia had invaded Afghanistan and, you know, all those, not the Cold War, but there was a war going on and Russia had invaded Afghanistan. And of course, the United States decided to boycott that Olympics. That Olympics was supposed to be her crowning moment. Like, that was the Olympics that were penned down for her to absolutely dominate. Like, like, like this is what we need from you going into this place you're absolutely going to smash it everybody is looking forward to seeing you but guess what those olympic games were boycotted so she couldn't go and of course it had to be postponed for years till the 1984 olympic games of course she goes to that olympic games wins three gold medals and of course you know she calls it a day in her career and i see there there's so many expectations that we put us put on ourselves as an athlete as it relates to the end goal 
that you're trying to achieve. Now, one of the things that I always teach to young athletes is, yes, have that end goal. But guess what? You not only have to enjoy the process that will lead up to that goal, you also have to break it down to the point where you know that, hey, I'm making progress and there are certain things that I can hold on that I would also still consider a success. So imagine for Tracy Hawkins having looked forward to the 19, 1980 Olympic Games and then all of a sudden, thing doesn't go well. The United States boycotts. I don't get to go there. Guess what? I could have been injured by the 1984 Olympic Games. As a matter of fact, she lost form between that 1980 and the 1984 Olympic Games. Of course, she regained it and was able to do great exploits in those games where, of course, she confirmed a legacy in the sport. But you see, when she finally got to the 1984 Olympic Games, when she finally won those gold medals with her family and friends in the stands, the joy that she felt, the relief that she felt, it was it was so huge, you know, and so satisfying that all the weight that she had up until that point actually made sense you see so what is that goal that you have been chasing that that goal that you know has been putting itself off so it's not you that is putting it off but the goal has been putting itself off you know in the sense that okay this year you don't get to make that tournament you know next year you don't get to go and you know the thing keeps pushing and pushing you see sometimes that success is what the way but what you do in the interim is that you enjoy the process that is leading you up until that point because if you are overly fixated guys on that end goal on that end thing that you want to do guess what when you finally get it trust me the feeling you would feel is not what you are going to expect why because you have not traveled on the journey leading up to that goal and get it to the point where you soak all of that in you know so imagine for tracy now the 1980 olympic games you know she had been looking forward to it you know she wasn't enjoying the process of training of winning those u.s national titles of breaking those records and it was just the 1980 she was after guess what the u.s boycotts it then what happens all of that build up all of that expectation ordinarily it immediately comes crashing down so if your goals are pushing themselves off or you have not yet achieved it now that's fine you see some success is what the wait setting times you know just waiting a little bit extra a little bit extra a little bit extra you know it sometimes is what that way because you then get to experience the full emotions but what you do in the interim while you're building up to that is of course to enjoy the process soak it all in that's the second lesson guys that i want you to learn from tracy Corkin. sometimes success is worth the wait and the final lesson guys is dedicate yourself to your craft dedicate yourself to your craft now you might have heard in the intro where it talked about all the things that tracy Hawkins has done you know 63 uh records that she broke 48 national titles five world records three olympic gold medals world championships and all of those things well you see after she broke onto the scene and she won those u.s national titles and she started breaking the record and of course she was scheduled to go to the 1980 olympic games did not work out u.s boycott and all of that guess what her form dropped her motivation actually dropped and of course going into or building up to the 1984 games she was nowhere near her best i think for about a year or 18 months or thereabout she didn't break any records she didn't really win anything in the sports the europeans were the ones dominating and she couldn't get close to them now what did she do in that moment she herself 
She says, look, I realize that, hey, I'm not improving. What's going on? I'm not getting better. Like, what exactly is going on that is allowing all these Europeans think that they are now the ones in charge, think that they are now the ones that can do this thing? What exactly is happening? What exactly is going on? She had to ask herself that question. And what she then did was that she rededicated herself to Randy Reese's rigorous training program. So more or less, she had felt like, look, I've arrived. I'm a star. I'm good. You know, so what else can you guys possibly want? You know, that you're telling me to work hard and train and do all of these things. I mean, yes, she lost motivation. So that makes it more difficult to train. But the minute she realized that, the minute it came to her consciousness that, hey, 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 this is what you're doing, she rededicated herself to her craft. And that's one of the key things that I want you to do. So if you've been dedicating yourself to your craft, trust me, it will pay off. I've always said this. If you give 100% to the process, it will give 100% back. If you give 100% to the process, it would give you 100% back. So if you've been dedicating yourself to your craft, don't worry. Do not worry. Don't think that, you know, oh, I'm wasting my time. This would never be worth it. No, no, no. Keep being dedicated. And of course, if you're falling off the rails, you also need to get back on that bike. You need to rededicate yourself. Now, because she rededicated herself to the training programs that had gotten her to the peak of where she had gotten to, she went into that 1984 Olympic Games and she absolutely dominated. And she knew that, hey, look, I want to go start a family. I'm not going to do this forever. I mean, she retired at the age of 21. So it meant that that 1984 Games was going to be her last. And she absolutely had to make the most of it. So it's the same thing for you guys, right? You are not going to play a sport for 20 years. I keep saying this, depending on the sport that you play, of course. You know, maybe golf and all of those sports. But, I mean, laws of nature, you would naturally decline over time. Even if it's just in your physical capacity, your mind might still be sharp and all that. You know, but your body continues to decline as you get older. So it means that you don't have the luxury of time to not dedicate yourself to it. So if you're going to dedicate yourself for five years, dedicate yourself for five years. Going to dedicate yourself for 10 years, dedicate yourself for those 10 years. You don't have that luxury of time. So imagine that Tracy Hawkins felt, hey, I have time. I will do all this later. I will do all this. She might have missed a chance at those 1984 games. And of course, because they have said, hey, look, want to retire early, want to go start a family and all that. I'm going to be doing this until I'm 30 and things like that. She would have missed out on that opportunity. Final lesson, guys, from Tracy Corkins, dedicate yourself to your craft. Dedicate yourself to your craft. At Lee Marshall, guys, episode 655. Tracy Corkins, be very versatile as an athlete. Sometimes success is what the weight and dedicate yourself to your career dedicate yourself to your career head over to the website guys athletemaestro.com check out all the free resources that we have for you there what this podcast helps you do to break your mental and physical limitations in sport and also learn about the business side of sports if you haven't subscribed to the podcast or you haven't left us a rating and review i highly encourage that you do so you subscribe the episodes get automatically downloaded to your device of choice and of course when you leave a rating and review it's your way of saying thank you and also telling other athletes that this is a podcast worthwhile to their time where they would be able to gain everything they need to achieve their goals in sport so check out the website check out all the free and paid resources football mastery mental mastery goal setting mastery the athlete mastery daily planner all of this stuff trust me 
gonna take your game to the next level and of course subscribe and leave that rating and review if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing it's not enough you must do i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from tracy calkins i want you to go out there i want you to be a maestro today and every single day